Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. We're getting into that time of the year where the holidays are upon us. We're all scrambling. We're being pulled in a million different directions. We have there's kids who are out of school. There's work still going on. You got Christmas gifts to worry about. You got family coming in town. It's, it's a lot to deal with. And oftentimes your money gets put on the back burner because there's just so many other things that are right there in your face. And so today I want to talk a little bit about managing your money during this really hectic time. And I thought the best person to have come on and join me would be Kristen Myers, the editor in chief of The Balance. So Kristen, how's it going? Hey, Chris. Great to be here. The Balance is a really great site if you all haven't checked it out. It's like if you want like some quick resources, you have a question, you want to get a breakdown on what a 401k is, what's going on with my money. Like it's really easy. I, I, the thing I like about it is it's just in really plain language. There's not a bunch of jargon on there to, <laughs> to trip you up that you have to go look up later on. I mean, you heard it here first, guys. That's the best endorsement that we could possibly ever <laughs> ask for. But that is absolutely correct. We, uh, we have a lot of resources and information available literally to help anyone, anyone of any type of socioeconomic status or education level to really manage their finances as best as possible. Well, I mean, since you've said that, I'm going to put you to the test then. And we're <laughs> going to talk about the situation because I'm sure you see all kinds of situations come in. I mean, you've done so many different things in your lives when it comes to talking on the topic of money yourself. So what do you find that people struggle with the most when we hit the holidays and everything's kind of pulling at them? I think what happens at holiday time is the same thing that happens for the remainder of the year, but it's just exacerbated, which is that folks are not thinking about their budgets. They're not thinking about how much money they have coming in. They start spending way more than they really ought to, than their budget would really dictate or allow they might get a little bit fast and loose with their credit card spending um, and, and find that those credit card bills are a little bit higher than they are anticipating because it's all in the name of the holiday spirit, right? You have your friends, you have your family, your loved ones. You want to make sure that you show them uh, how much you care and appreciate them. And you, you know, sometimes don't don't always follow your even your own financial advice that you really want to be following. So I think that that's really what happens a lot at holiday time. And this year, just with everything becoming so much more expensive, it's going to be far more painful this year for a lot of folks. Yeah. You know, I even find myself getting caught up in this. Like, even though I talk about money all the time, something happens when it's like Christmas is coming up. And like you just hit you like, well, I got to get this person a nice gift. I can't just get them, you know, any old thing. <laughs> I got to spend three times what I said I was going to spend. And it's just I don't know what it is about. I, mean, I guess it just shows how emotional money is and how easy it is to kind of get wrapped up in this time of year when it comes to thinking you want to show your love to your friends and family. Oh, absolutely. And if you think of every you know, movie that you've ever really watched, you know, around Christmas time. And when it comes to the gift giving and the gift buying, what do those scenes look like? It is pandemonium. It is chaos. <laughs> it is people throwing punches, trying to, you know, secure or get the best gift that, you know, hot new toy that is out that they absolutely mm. have to have. And, and folks, you know, don't always remember or think about the fact that their finances are being impacted by some of this spending. So to your point, yes, money is a very emotional subject. And, you know, it's one of why they say, don't talk about money at the dinner table. It's one of those things that people get quite passionate about. However, I would encourage folks, especially this year, the pandemic has just been so you know, difficult for everyone. Folks have struggled. Some have lost their jobs. Some have seen reductions in terms of their income. 
Things are becoming much, much more expensive. Things are harder to come by. So I would remember, would encourage everyone to really keep their head on straight when it comes to this holiday season, especially. We don't need to be afraid of money. It's here to work for us to get all those gifts that you want. And, you know, if this year you have to think a little bit out of the box, this is the year you can do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you were talking about like the hectic chaos of the holiday season, it makes me think of my favorite Christmas movie. It was uh, growing up, it was Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. I don't know how they put those two people in the movie. I don't know how that pairing <laughs> happened, but I always think about them looking for that Turbo Man doll and fighting in the stores. And it was just, that, that's how I think of crazy Christmas shopping. That's the image that, <laughs> that comes to my mind. And sadly, it's going to, it seems as if it's going to be that way this year. So, I mean, let's just throw some stats at everyone for a second. The National Retail Federation actually says that we're going to see holiday shopping actually reach a record high this year. So we're going to see folks spending as much as, I believe, about $860 billion in just two, three months for the holiday season alone. So there's a lot of folks out there that want to spend money, that want to go out and, and buy gifts. And unfortunately, there's just not as many products that are going to be available. There's a lot more limited supply. And then what supply there is out there is, you know, floating off the coast of Los Angeles, for example, and stuck on some boats, stuck inside of trucks that are not moving and stuck inside of trains that are not making their way across the country. So there's a lot of issues, at least when it comes to the supply chain, that are going to impact people's ability really to get the gifts that they do want. So it does seem as if it might be far more chaotic, far more pandemonium this year, at least when it comes to securing those gifts. So I know I tend not to buy my Christmas gifts until the week of Christmas and then I'm frantically, you know, doing some online shopping. This is not the year to do that, Chris. (laughs) You and I, we need to get out there. We need to do our Christmas shopping now. Anyone listening, this is your warning call. Go do your holiday shopping now. Do not wait till the last moment because everyone will be disappointed, I think, yeah. <laughs> on your list this year if you do that. Exactly. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier. I was like, this may be the cash holiday season for me because that may be what I'm handing out. <laughs> if you're like me, you probably have some old retirement accounts that you left behind with an old employer. And I know you're listening to this podcast because you want to get your finances in better shape. One way you can do that is by moving your old retirement accounts into an IRA in a process called a rollover. Capitalize is a free service that helps you move your old 401ks, 403bs, and 457s into an IRA to make keeping track of your retirement simple. As you know, I hate when things are overly complicated. Capitalize doesn't weigh you down with a bunch of jargon and technical terms. They just use their database to help you track down your old retirement plan provider and move it into one of over a dozen IRA choices like Fidelity, Vanguard, Betterment, SoFi, or Charles Schwab, just to name a few. Their rollover experts handle the whole process from start to finish. They will manage your calls with your old providers or even your old employers if you don't really want to talk to them, which is understandable. They'll also help you complete complicated forms and even fax over documents because who even has a fax machine, let alone a printer these days? So if you've been putting off rolling over your old retirement accounts and want a hassle-free and money-free solution, go to popcornfinance.com capitalize to start organizing your retirement today. Again, head to popcornfinance.com slash capitalize to roll over your old retirement accounts for free and help support the sponsors that keep Popcorn Finance free for all of you. 
thinking about approaching this and all these factors that are kind of coming together to make this a potentially, you know, busy and maybe um, short stocked Christmas. Do you have any recommendations for people on how to prepare or just in general, how to look after their finances as they they come into this uh, the holiday season? So first I would say that budget is going to be your friend. And so many people make budgets in different ways. Some folks write, write it out quite literally using, you know, pen and paper. Some folks have a spreadsheet. Some are using apps or using their, you know, the application through their banks. However you make a budget, and if you don't make a budget, this is the time when you really want to start making that budget. You know, write down how much money you have coming in. Write down how much you have to spend on things like rent or your mortgage or groceries or that light bill. You have to still keep paying those bills. You need those things. Take stock of all of that and then see what money you have left over. And, you know, it's the 50-30-20 rule that we hear a lot and and that we cite quite often. So 50% of your income or the money that you have coming in should really go to those needs. 30% can go to your wants. So that's the money that you're going to spend on your holiday gifts. But also if you want to go out for a dinner or a drink with your friends or you want to go take a dance class or something that you just want to do. Um, not something that you need to spend, but something that you want to spend your money on. That's where that 30% goes to. And so the last 20 will then be on your investment. So look at that 30% category, figure out what that number is for you, and then you can decide how much money you can you know, even spend on your friends and family. So once you have that budget going, really try to make sure you stick to that budget, You know, especially in the months of November, December, and January as we get through the holiday season. Get comfortable with saying, no, no, I can't spend that much on my neighbor. Unfortunately for my mom this year, I cannot spend that much on her Christmas gift and be okay and comfortable with that because we're trying to get everyone through the holiday season safely and with their finances in better shape than it was before. So really make sure you stick to that budget. And then when it comes to the holiday shopping itself, Chris, just yeah, start early, start doing a lot of comparison shopping. Don't be afraid to shop around. And then also you mentioned it's the year of the cash gift or the gift card. Think outside the box a little bit. Perhaps you are giving gift cards for gifts this year, or maybe if you want to give some gifts that keep on giving, you can give stuff like stocks. You can gift Bitcoin if you want to. And and NFT. These are all hot items, Chris. And Mm. I mean, I don't know how you'll feel if you if you gift your mom some Bitcoin and then it, then it's worth a million dollars tomorrow, which is it's very volatile an asset or it could be worth nothing. But, you know, that's the name of the game when it comes to gifting some tradable assets. But that is something to consider. And, you know, it's the only kind of gift that you can really give folks that's going to be hopefully worth more tomorrow than it was today. I love that. That didn't even cross my mind. The fact that I could give stock or cryptocurrency, you know, now you got me thinking it may, it might be a, a stock and crypto gift instead of a, uh, a cash gift this year, just to see how that goes. I may be a test run. So that's what we're talking about. <laughs> of course, that, that first one is on the house, but <laughs> next one I'll have to charge. <laughs> no, but it's a great idea. I think so many people, especially over this past year, right? A lot of folks did have more discretionary income and were investing more. We saw the inflows into the stock market really leap, particularly for you know, millennials and Gen Zers. And so this might be the year and it's a really good year to go and gift stocks or, you know, a mutual fund. If there's children, you can 
put some money into a 529 investment account, help them save for college or for tuition, books, something like that. You can get your children started on, on mutual funds. Those are all things that you can do. Or again, you can get creative. Perhaps you want to give, I mean, if you have a whole Bitcoin, I would like to be added to your shopping list if that's what you can gift. But, you know, you don't have to spend all of that money. You can gift, you know, fractionally. So you can give half of a Bitcoin or a tenth of a Bitcoin. And don't forget some of the other cryptocurrencies that do exist. Or perhaps you want to give a, a piece of digital art in the form of NFTs. These are all things that are possible. You can you can purchase those items and then transfer them to other folks' wallets in the form of cryptocurrency or brokerage accounts if you're buying stocks or another asset. I love that idea. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. I'm, I am really serious. I'm, I'm about to go do that this year. That, that's what people are getting from me. So if you're listening to this and you expect a gift from me, just know <laughs> what it's going to be. So, Kristen, thank you so much for, the, for these great ideas. And I'm sure you have many more. I'm sure this is just the tip of the iceberg of ideas that people can get when they come over to the balance. So what's going on? Anything new, interesting that you want to let people know before we get out of here? Well, we do actually have a holiday gift guide now that you ask, full of ideas like stocks, like cryptocurrency, ideas for folks that are not going to be impacted by those supply chain shortages, won't be impacted by the labor shortages that we're hearing that required, you know, those toy shelves to remain stocked. So everyone should head over to thebalance.com to, to check that out. And of course, you can also find us on Twitter and also on Instagram at thebalance.com. And if you want to contact me, if you go to thebalance.com, you can always find a way to reach out. And Chris, I fully expect to be put on your on your Christmas gift list this year. So I'm very <laughs> excited to receive an NFT or a stock, or I will let you choose, but I'm excited. <laughs> you know, stay on the lookout for 0. 0.000001 Bitcoin. <laughs> I will take it. Actually, I should probably check. That might be like a thousand dollars or something. I don't know what that what that actually equates to. <laughs> so don't hold me to that. This is not a this is not a legal agreement here. Me saying that, but you know, I'll see what I can get headed over to your your inbox. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you joining me here and taking the time to to share some holiday tips for us all. Of course, happy holidays, Chris. And thanks to all of you for joining me here for another episode. I really do appreciate you coming back each and every week. And if you want to keep up with what's going on with me in the podcast, come on over, join me on Instagram. Just look for Popcorn Finance Podcast, which if this is the first time you've ever listened to the podcast, Instagram might have been where you found me because I had a few new people follow me after I had probably one of my favorite podcast guest appearances over on Money Please, which is hosted by not just one of my favorite finance experts, but just one of my favorite people in general, Berna Annette, who you've actually heard here on the podcast several times. She goes by, hey, Berna, an absolute amazing person. So if you haven't heard that episode, check the show notes. There'll be a link to where you can go check out Money Please, which I highly recommend. And also thanks to those of you who heard me on the podcast and decided to come join us over here on Popcorn Finance. Last but not least, I want to give a shout out to this week's Colonel. It's going out to Nice to Mom. They wrote, love this podcast. So much digestible information in a short amount of time without all the small talk. I love the guests that Chris hosts and how he intertwines some of his own personal experiences and feedback to make the topics even more relatable. So nice to mom. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave that review. And if you want to be an amazing person, just like nice to mom here, go over to Apple podcast and leave popcorn finance a review. I'd really appreciate it. So as always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.